For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Welcome in. The Bears got embarrassed tonight. I'm not even I'm there. I don't know how much I can even say on this podcast, quite honestly. We're going to get after it as much we can, but there's not a lot to say about this. This is one of those games where you walk away questioning the effort of the team. And I know they they cut it to within 16 and maybe if they get the 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 extra the the onside kick, maybe then they'll they would have been able to do something. This was embarrassing. How does your team look like that after no game last week? All the self-scouting that you did, all of the the recalibrations that you did, all of the looking inside yourself to figure out the whys. That's what Matt Nagy talks about all the time. Got to figure out the whys in this game. And and look what, what you ended up looking like. You got rolled. Don't let that even, I mean, 16 points in the NFL is a lot of damn points. And remember, the Packers came into this game, I think the line opened at nine and a half and got down to seven and a half uh, near kickoff. And they doubled that. They doubled that seven and a half. This was a really poor showing. And it should be a poor showing for, for Matt Nagy. Think about what people say about Matt Nagy. Think about how they go about talking about him. Well, you know, at least he hasn't at least he hasn't lost the locker room. At least those guys still play hard for him. There were moments tonight where guys didn't play hard for him. You can just call it out. Look at that third quarter. Look at the last touchdown that the Packers scored. And you tell me if they were still playing hard. It didn't look like it. Mistakes all over the field for them. Bad players procured by the general manager, Ryan Pace. More on him coming up a little bit later on. I can't believe that. I mean, I can believe it. I can believe that Virginia McCaskey, at what, 97 years old, decided that she would take the trip to be up there to watch her team. And that was the effort that you got. If we are to believe that games against the Packers matter more to Bears ownership, then what are you supposed to do with this? What are you supposed to do when you have your team play like this in front of everybody. They brought Mitchell Trubisky back and it was almost like watching him regress back to his rookie season. 
there are three things that that are easily easy to point to with him. You have the play on the sideline where he still hasn't learned to throw it away. He continues to take a sack when he's outside the tackle box instead of just throwing the ball away. That's one. The other thing is they put in shot plays. Like, we're going to take some shots down the field. We're going to get a look, and if we get that look, we're going to go downtown and try to make a big chunk play. Yeah, if your quarterback is restrained enough to understand that if the look isn't right, then you need to check it down or throw it away. They had two of those. One time Mitch threw it into double coverage. The other time he threw it into triple coverage. And if you know that he's going to do that when you give him the opportunity to do that, then explain to me why that's even in your game plan. He has not earned the right to take shots downfield. And he's proven that throughout his career. I I was saying on on Twitter to, to Layla, I was like, it's like offering a child a pony. Yes, I want that pony. I absolutely want that pony. And all he was thinking about was getting that pony. He wasn't thinking about eating his vegetables. He was thinking about getting that pony. And when the play call came up, he said, screw it. I'm throwing it. We're going to try to make this play to a double cover Darnell Mooney in the end zone. And you got picked. Three instances where your quarterback showed no growth at all. And the discouraging thing, of course, is the way that they try to tell you all the things that they're doing right. All those things that they've got fixed. I'll explain in a second. I want to take care of the sponsors. Thank you to Mazda of Orland Park, ZoomZoomNation.com. We appreciate them being on our podcast. And thanks to my man, David Hochberg. Look, if this is the only thing that's going to put me in a good mood today, thinking about David Hochberg giving you some money. If you are someone who is buying a home or you're refinancing a home, he can help you with that. If you're like, I don't know where I'm going to get the money. I don't know what I need. Do I need an arm? Do I need a 30-year? What do I need? He can help you work through all of that. All you have to do is call him, 855-56-DAVID, or go to his website, 56david.com. Homeside Financial is equal housing lender, NMLS number 1124061. Now let's get back to Matt Nagy for a second. And anytime you hear this phrase, such and such, and it, it often ends up being Mitch, such and such had a great week of practice. It really strains credibility that Negi and his coaching staff understand what is an actual great week of practice. 
Because there's a couple things going on here. One, either you don't know what a great week of practice looks like, or two, you can't get your quarterback to translate a great week of practice to a competent game on Sunday. And maybe you shouldn't continue to be fooled by what you deem to be a great week of practice. Because it's clear that that great week of practice doesn't mean shit. If every time, what type of stress are you putting on him that it it's clearly not, you're not capable of duplicating what it is that you want in practice so that he understands it and plays better in the games. That's that's on you too. It's not just on him. You know that there are things that he can't do, and yet you continue to ask him to do those things, and you continue to pat him on the back. For what you deem to be great practices that almost never translate into you getting wins or him looking good. They got bombed in this game. You got beat by two touchdowns and that doesn't even feel like what happened to you. At one point, the Packers were up in this game 27-3. to And they did whatever they wanted to do. You look at what they were able to do running the ball. Almost 200 yards on the ground. Rodgers, 21-29. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, offering professional grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. Nine, 211 yards, four touchdowns, no picks, and a rating of 132.3. If you're a fantasy player, Mitch didn't kill you. He gave you the three touchdowns and 240 yards and a couple rush yards. But, my God, we'll forget about the way the defense played in this game, but we shouldn't. There were moments when you questioned whether or not they were here. They were in it. Here's another thing. Exactly why did Buster Screen end up on Devontae Adams most of the night? That's a flaw. That's a flaw in whatever system that you were out here running. Look, I don't want to break down the game anymore. I really don't. Like, there's no point in breaking down this debacle. The The next part of this is, was it so bad that there's going to be consequences? I would imagine knowing the way that this ownership group has operated in the past, 
that nothing is imminent. It would, I would be shocked if something was imminent, even though one could make a very convincing argument that it should be imminent. Ryan Pace should be going back to Chicago tonight worried about whether or not he's going to have his job tomorrow. Matt Nagy should go back to Chicago tonight worried that John Filippo isn't going to be named the interim head coach of this team. Or Ch- it'd probably be Chuck Pagano. Chuck Pagano isn't going to be named interim head coach of this team. He should be worried about that because that's the type of performance that they put forth on national television after an off week. That's how can you look that uninspired and unprepared with extra time? This team has lost five in a row. Don't lose sight of that. That's the type of thing that doesn't happen that often to franchises that aren't the Cleveland Browns or the New York Jets or the Detroit Lions. I don't expect the Bears to act like the Lions, although I kind of wish they would. I kind of wish that they wouldn't fall into the space of, well, you know, Matt Nagy's got two years left on his deal, so why would you fire him now? You fire him because everything that you have asked him to do When it comes to why you hired him, he has failed. He is a below 500 coach since the end of the 2018 season. He did not improve your quarterback play. He did not improve on the guy that your general manager traded up to go get. He hasn't made that guy better. And he hasn't fixed your offense. They scored a lot of points tonight because Mike Pettin took his foot off the gas and was like, we'll just go into prevent. We're just trying to run the clock out on this game. So, yeah, they got some points that's going to up their averages a little bit. But we know that those were empty calories. We know what we saw. And what you saw was a really disappointing effort by the Bears and that's the one thing that Matt Nagy has been able to hang his hat on that his teams don't quit and they don't get embarrassed like that they even in the games that they've lost this year even in the games that they've they've had during this streak there's an overtime game there's late fourth quarter stuff in close games this game was never close In the first two possessions that the Packers had, they accumulated 12 first downs. Think about that. The length of the field from end zone to end zone on two drives of first downs. That's insane. There was never any moment when Aaron Rodgers felt threatened or under pressure. There was just bad play, continued bad play. And this is where this is where the Bears are at as a franchise. They supposedly did all the self-scouting and soul searching during the off week. 
And this was the performance you got. If with extra time, this is where you ended up, how can you realistically think that if no variables change, things are going to get better? I hope that Virginia McCaskey is ripping people's asses tonight. I'm not usually a fire and brimstone dude, but I hope that she let everybody know how she felt. Like, I don't want to hear later on from George in a press conference that he told her that she was pissed. She told him that she was pissed. I want her to let them know. Like, I'm not usually the punitive dude. I don't know if that ever solves anything. But Ryan Pace, as I said earlier, he should be concerned. He should be worried. Because there's never any, he doesn't act like a guy who feels any pressure in doing his job. Shit has been real sweet for him. He has been able to convince those people, even though he has gone trade route, free agency route, draft route, that he can find a quarterback. Why in the world? In, a, in an offseason when you desperately need to find a quarterback, would you leave that guy in charge of finding him? They'd be better off with letting Nagy choose the next quarterback than Pace. So I hope she gets after him in whatever way a 97-year-old woman can. If it is a tersely written letter, like in calligraphy, or if she is if she is legitimately calls them to her office tomorrow on her time when she wants to talk to them and let them know they should feel that stress because it's it's been too easy for them to continue to tell you the same thing over and over and over again like Mitch had the best practice that you've ever seen When, when you heard it, you knew when you heard it, you knew that there was a disaster that was coming up and you saw it offensively and defensively. You saw that disaster take place. There's not much, much more to say, but to tell you, please watch and listen to the show tomorrow and watch us on Twitch. If you're not on Twitch, twitch.tv slash 670 the score. Please listen to the show tomorrow starting at noon. Because we're going to get after it, man. They got to know. And if that means I got to turn the microphone on and act like a crazy person tomorrow, I'm going to let them know. It was a clown convention. Yet again, against that team on national television. They're the team that you got to go through. And it was, that's the other part. One more thing. The stakes of tonight. Let that also be thrown into the equation of things that we should discuss. There were stakes tonight. You could have put yourself back in contention for the division 
And even had you lost, but you played hard, it would have been a step in the right direction. You didn't either. With your season on the line, you didn't either. That is indicative of a need for change. Thanks for listening. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.